So we've got the $3.5 trillion spending bill, which they call an infrastructure bill, which isn't. That's the one they want to pass via budget reconciliation. No Republican votes needed. Then there's the $1.2 trillion uh, infrastructure bill. That's the one that's supposedly bipartisan, which isn't as much infrastructure as you would like, but certainly is better than the $3.5 trillion, although I argue it's too much. Then you have the debt limit. How much money can the United States borrow to engage a level of spending? It's all coming to a head. And guys like Bernie Sanders are all ride or die. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today, it is good to be with you. Bob Sellers joins us right now. You know him as the anchor of American Agenda on Newsmax TV. I appear on Newsmax with Bob every Tuesday, sometimes more often than that. He formerly of uh, CNBC uh, co-hosting today's business and Market Watch, so he knows the markets very well. We're dealing with a couple different things, Bob, but when you see Bernie Sanders say quite clearly, if you don't pass the $3.5 trillion package first, we're not going to pass the $1.2 trillion package. He's holding everything hostage for ideology, not infrastructure. True or false? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because uh, I think you were saying uh, (laughs) this $3.5 trillion deal that they want to get passed. Folks, think about that. Anybody who's listening to this program, we... You didn't use to drop the term trillion dollars all that easily, right? So now you're talking three and a half trillion as if it's nothing. No, three and a half trillion is an enormous amount of money. We have a national debt we've accumulated over 200 years of just over $28 trillion. You just want to spend another three and a half trillion. They were going to put that 1.2 trillion infrastructure package on top of that. They also did 1.9 trillion in the spring. Um, And by the way, this is just part of keeping the uh, economy going, the government going as well. Uh, This is outrageous. And it's basically the social agenda. They want to give all kinds of free stuff away. They want to get a free preschool, uh, free daycare, uh, free community college. Uh, Look, I'd love everything to be free. I have a couple girls getting ready to go to college. I wish it were cheaper, and I think there are reasons it should be. But I'm not asking for the government to pay for everything, which, by the way, means that you and I are actually paying for it. Which is where it gets into that weird conversation, the, the, the talking point they have been pushing over the last couple of days. And the talking point is, and uh, you had uh, Speaker Pelosi say it just earlier today, let me play this for you, that why are you talking about the cost? The cost of the $3.5 trillion bill is actually zero. It's not about a dollar amount. The dollar amount, as the president said, is zero. This bill will be paid for. It's about what are the values that we share and how we prioritize them. That $3.5 trillion is paid through taxation, as they say, no, and Representative Pamela Jayapal says it, of the rich and the wealthy. Bob, you've been around this stuff a long time. It always no. costs something. Of course. It's ridiculous. I think in this new package, they proposed 40, 40 new taxes of some kind. Yeah, they want to pay for this, but let's look at two ways. Number one, I don't believe for a moment that it's all so-called paid for, and they make assumptions, by the way, that there's a certain amount of income is going to come in, but anybody who's ever heard of supply side or Laffer curve, you don't even have to believe it, but I'm sure you would agree with this premise, that you can raise taxes and take in more revenue. But at a certain point, if you raise taxes too high, 
it starts to hurt how much you can spend, how much you take home in your paycheck, how much the economy is affected. So the economy actually does not perform as well when you raise taxes too high. What I just described is the Laffer curve, and it's hard to argue with that. So the question would be, if they add 40 more taxes on top of the taxes we already have, is that going to be a good thing for the economy or a bad thing for the economy? I, Tony, I happen to think that that would be a bad thing for the economy. Talking to Bob Sellers of Newsmax TV, American Agenda, 3 to 5 p.m. every Monday through Friday. As we speak, the Dow is up 150. NASDAQ is just uh, uh, up a tick, up 10. But it has had some weird, weird moments over the past couple weeks. And then you see that when we talk about housing, the interest rates are starting to tick up. Now, ticking up to 3% or 3.1%, that's still outrageously (laughs) low when you think of it historically. But it has indeed ticked up. Are we starting to see some shaking in the market, which has seemed bulletproof for the past maybe eight years are we starting to see some shaking because they see this spending amount not as really enhancing uh, things? Because they, they do like government spending on Wall Street, but rather too much, too quick. We're in for an issue. Well, I think all of us are seeing some inflation. You can see it at the grocery store. If you've, if you've rented a car lately, you can see it there. If you've taken a, an airline trip, I can't believe how expensive the flights are. Uh, uh, buy a used car. Look how expensive they are. And I think when it comes to real estate, the prices have gotten so high, people are now starting to think, well, hold on a second. So one of the problems with everything in the economy right now is the supply. There have been bottlenecks in the supply. A lot of that because when people didn't go to work and the government started paying them to not work, uh, they kind apparently kind of like that. So you, you had like 8 million people out of work and 10 million jobs available. So um, the, the challenge that a lot of companies are having is increasing prices of their raw costs and then increases pri- increased challenges in the supply chain. Things are costing more, trying to get them from point A to point B. I don't know if you've seen the video, Tony, of there are a bunch of container ships out in L.A. Harbor. 60 to 70 ships between Los Angeles and Long Beach, which is the ninth largest port in the world. 60 to 70 container ships, Bob, that can't get into port. Right. Right. And one of the reasons they can't get into port, they need some truckers to get, get all the products around the rest of the country. But right now... When you get paid to stay at home, do you really want to have to do a lot of uh, heavy traveling and earn, earn your dollar? I, I mean, uh, truckers work hard. I think all of us work hard for, for what we get paid. I'd like to think that. But getting paid to stay at home has been one of the challenges now. So when you see all those uh, ships out at port, uh, they, they have nowhere to put all their goods. They have nobody that's going to put them in a truck and take them out to your local stores. That's a problem in the supply chain. So now let's take it to what we're expecting in the next 
I don't know, a couple of days, which is the idea that the debt limit will be reached, America runs out of money, and we have the dreaded government shutdown. We've all been through this, and many people are like, look, my life goes on as normal. I am not one of those people who believes that 100%, but certainly I am a believer that if there is a government shutdown, no money should be made up. So if you're a government employee and you're out of work for two weeks, you shouldn't get back pay. We're out of money, we're out of money. When we get money, you get paid again. I'm one of those uh, types of people. Your take of watching this uh, as you do over over the years, uh, will Republicans crack? Will it be about less money? What will it take to raise the debt limit? And will these people get crazy enough to suspend the debt limit, which gives Congress a blank check to spend unlimited amounts of money? Well, let me start with the premise that the most important thing to me is that you maintain the full faith and credit of the United States dollar, of the American dollar, and of our system that it works. And the reason that matters is part of why we're able to uh, borrow money at really low rates is that we're good for it. Now, we're good for it, Tony, as you know, because uh, Uncle Sam can tax you and me and everybody else to, to make sure we're good for it. And that's another issue, which we can address in a second. But the debt ceiling has to be raised for what we've already committed to. I think what Mitch McConnell and a lot of Republicans are objecting to is, wait a minute, let's not conflate this with spending another $3.5 trillion on top of $1.2 trillion on top of the $1.9 trillion already spent. Let's, let's bring some attention to the fact that before you know it, we'll be spending another $6, $7 trillion without, you know, blinking your eye. So I appreciate he's pointing that out. However, I do want to make sure that we raise the debt limit to the point where we cover the obligations we have to make sure that everybody gets Social Security gets paid, everybody that relies on the government in some fashion does get paid. Those are companies and individuals. Um, and and th- we can talk about whether they're spending money properly, but once that commitment is made, we've got to be careful about playing a game with that. I don't want them playing chicken over that, but I absolutely do want to think uh, twice three times, four times about continuing to spend money. We've got to stop spending so much money. You and I don't disagree. The question is, what will it take for Republicans to say, okay, we'll go along with this? Because what they don't want to go along with is the $3.5 trillion. So in 60 seconds or less, how do they decide to go along with raising the debt limit but not go along with the $3.5 trillion? I think they're going to try to put that on the Democrats. I think they're going to try to get a continuing resolution that would only require Democratic votes to get it through. So they wouldn't apply the filibuster uh, in the Senate. They would let them pass it through on a clean bill, just raising the debt limit. That means that the Democrats are responsible for it. Although, in all fairness, we know that this is all accumulated up until now. But then the focus needs to go to, okay, once we get that taken care of, let's take another look at what's coming after this. And, and that to me, and I think to you, Tony, from talking with you, that that's my main concern. But I do think they'll probably be able to get something through uh, just to make sure the debt ceiling does get raised because these are commitments we've already made and need to make good on. Bob Sellers from Newsmax TV, NewsmaxTV.com. You can follow him on Twitter, Bob Sellers TV, S-E-L-L-E-R-S. I have, I have a huge dream of, of creating a show for Newsmax called Seller Seller, where we sit in your basement and smoke cigars and talk. This is my... I'm there. This is my dream. <laughs> One of many. What can I say? One of many. The other is a game show. We'll talk about that another time. Bob Sellers, I appreciate you taking the time 
The vice president is Kamala Harris. And when someone referred to uh, Israel as engaged in ethnic cleansing, oh, she didn't blink. She nodded her head. I've got that story. Keep it here. This is Tony Katz today.